The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus prayed for his disciples, and then he said, I ask not only on behalf of these, but only also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, and they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one, as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to see my glory, which you have given me because you've loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you. And these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Well, I had a sermon. By the way, it's lovely to see all of you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that I'm here. There's nowhere to run. I had a sermon, and then someone came to me and talked to me this morning, and they, they changed things for me. The reading in John this morning is very convoluted. As you can tell, I messed it up in the first three sentences. And it's difficult to understand what's going on. It's a conversation between God and, and Jesus. Much the same, our own internal conversations, what we have going on in our world. I don't know how you get your news. Um, for some of you, it's Fox News. For some of you, it's CNN. For me, it's NPR. There were about 20% of the eyes that rolled right then when I said that, so <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. Um, I get about 15 or 20 minutes in the morning. It's all I need. The world has been in turmoil since she began spunning and there's nothing that is um, new under the sun. The only thing that's new is that we have access to it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We can hear what's going on <clears throat> around the world, whatever it may be. And I really don't care to talk about it or digest it with you in terms of what's happening in this congregation. I don't care if you're pro-abortion. I don't care if you're anti-abortion. I don't care how you vote. I could care 
less about those things. Okay? Everybody raise their hand. Amen. There we go. I really couldn't care. I know where my heart is. You know where yours is. And there's no right or wrong answer between us. People died in Virginia Beach. They died across the seas. People feel one way about a fetus. They feel another way about a fetus. Today, Jesus offers a prayer to those, and He prays that you and I might be one as He and the Father are one. How extraordinary is that prayer? How many of us sitting here right now feel as though we are all one? I dare say none of us or very few of us do. And so I'm prompted to ask the question, what is it that matters to you? Where are you in this walk that you're on? It doesn't matter if it's CNN or if it's Fox. What matters is that you are one with Christ, and Christ is one with God. Therefore, you are one with all. You are one with God. I think most of us approach our days not feeling very much one with God, because I know that that's how my days typically end up. But I've seen things. I know things. You do too. You've told me. Many of you have come to me and told me you've seen things. Some of you have not. Maybe you haven't yet, but you will. I've seen amazing things. I've been in a room with our former rector, Russell Kendrick, and I were in a room. We were in a room together in a hospital room with a man that Russell said, we'd gotten down to about 50 beats per minute on the heart. He said, we need to do um, last rites. And I said, okay. We were both there. Usually we don't do hospital visits together, but we wound up at the same place at the same time. Just sort of happened that way. He was gone. We knew he was gone. All things had been said. It had all been done. He's sitting right there. He told me I could point to him. I asked him before the service. So. And I've seen light fill a room and blow out of it and blow my soul completely apart in ways that I could not tell you, in ways that I could not understand, comprehend, or explain. Now, he's going to read the prayers in a minute. You, you did know that, didn't you? You're going to read? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't care what you think about what. What I do care about is that when you hear that the Father and I are one from Christ and He wants you to be one with Him, that you understand that. that the step you take out of the bed in the morning is the step that you take and you go forward with it and you understand that. You'll lose it. You'll lose it in the first ten minutes. I do all the time. By the time my wife says, have you gotten the kids' clothes ready, I've lost it already. So. <laughs> 
But what's important is that you gain it and that you pick it back up. That you remember Paul and Silas, two ordinary, very ordinary human beings in a jail cell who came to understand and saw things that they could not comprehend, felt things that they could not explain. There are a myriad of things in your mind and your heart right now. Your sins, let them go. I've got as many as you do. I put my pants on one leg at a time, and my sins are as long as both my arms. Well, at this point, maybe they're a little longer, but nevertheless, you are one with Christ. You are one with the Father. And everything else that comes on the news and everything else that pervades our senses and our mind does not matter. The world has been spinning the same way for all these years. There's nothing new under the sun, the Scriptures tell us. There's nothing new. It does not matter about the fight in the street tomorrow. Do you need to take a stance? Of course you do. You need to take a stance for what you believe is right, though some of you are wrong. You need to take a stance that you feel is right. But at the end of the day, when you shake your shoes, when you sit on the edge of the bed, when you say maybe just a momentary prayer before you go to sleep, or maybe before you ever reach that point, you understand this, that you are a part of God who is a part of Christ who is a part of you. And there is nothing that you can do to ever shake that. You can try all you want. I love watching some of you try. I love watching me try sometimes, too. It won't happen. You belong to Him. He belongs to you. What will you do this day, the day after, that says, I belong to Him and He belongs to me? What will any of us do but give thanks to God and praise Him? for all that He has given us. Amen.